So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. On a shucky-ducky kind of day. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm f***ing up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. He's a crusty voice. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C, sing your... What is it, Wednesday, something like that? Tuesday? Is it Wednesday? I reckon... Wednesday. Dimly lit room, etc., etc., bowels, etc., etc. Oh, yeah, the bowels. And, <laughs> and today, under the tutelage of our general manager, the gulf between perception and truth. Wow. In American politics. Wow. This is, oh, in American, so it's not, okay, gotcha. Yeah. thought maybe you meant in general. Oh, Like if a you philosophical general manager. We could go there if you want, but... I don't know, my delusions are as important to me as my pants, really, to get me through the day. My delusions are as important to me as my pants. That is correct. I can't can't really show up to work without them. I know your life's goal is to have a quotation that people remember. Yes. That might be it. Thank you. My (laughs) delusions are as important to me as my pants. (laughs) You know, if that were the one, I'd be a little disappointed. (laughs) That's pretty good. Thank you. Excuse me. Pardon me. Wow, that, that was an awful sound. Oh, <laughs> is he sick enough? The allergies. Torturous. Wow. That was rough. Well, you know, some, some things are meant to go that way. You, sometimes you got to get them to go that way. And, uh, you know, there's a 
You gotta jam it into reverse. <laughs> Vermont senator over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta jam it into re- reverse. Let's study the world! All right. Study the world. Right. Yes, yeah, study, study, study. <laughs> study the world. Yes. Uh, let's kick off the show, introduce everybody in the squad, and get to studying. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles. Now and then he pulls a lever. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm okay. I had I had to rent a car because my car's in the shop. And so um, it took, I almost was, got here late because I literally, this car is so slow, I had to put like both feet and both arms on the gas pedal just to get it enough highway speed to get it you mm. know, to the station. Mm. Oh, no. But uh, it smells like smoke. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a terrible car. So you went ahead and threw out a little money to enjoy yourself, huh? No, well, you it's one of the things, cheapest thing they had. Yeah, well, they, they include the car rental as, you know, part of Oh, and that's what they gave you? And this is what they gave wow. me, yeah. Wow. So. wow, that's not cool. Yeah. So I give you this... a car with the, the, the smoky-smelling car I really don't like. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. And they try to cover it up with some sort of chemicals, that, too. And that it, is it worse. It yields, you know, like the, the worst possible. Plus, it's got an annoying sound when you change lanes. You know how you have the clicker, but it's it's like one of those clickers from, like, 1981. It's like, I don't know. It's hard wow. to explain. It's, it's just... A box yeah. with wheels, basically. What, whatever they use to cover up the smell of smoke in a car, it reminds me of uh, bar skanks from back in the day when I sure. used to work at a bar. Sure. They were smelly, sweaty bar skanks, but they put on this awful perfume that was mm. supposed to uh, <laughs> freshen them up a bit. And it, it skankify a little De-skankify, bit. And it didn't work. And same thing with those cars. The smell of smoke is actually better than whatever that chemical is that you put in there. There is a positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room, our assistant executive producer. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I was doing a little bit of a apartment cleaning over the weekend, and uh, I broke uh, the, the, the top of my butter dish. And I, I swear, the like, 90% of the things in my house that get broken happen when I'm cleaning. I don't know if it's because I'm reluctantly doing it, and I'm, I'm just trying to hurry through it as quickly as possible. But if I never cleaned anything, I would just live in filth, but everything would still be in one piece. Uh, but I, I broke the butter dish, and I, I'm, I have yet to go out and get a new one. So I've been going topless butter dish Whoa. for about two days now. Provocative. Do you and put anything over it, like a no, paper no, towel or no, nothing? Just, just the uh, atmosphere. I believe I've told this story on the air. I know, I, I know both of the participants in this story, but it was a romantic relationship, and she broke up with him. Because she couldn't stand the fact that he just had a stick of butter sitting on the counter. And he would just use that. <laughs> wow, topless and bottomless? <laughs> just sitting on the counter. And he would, you know, if you got some toast, you go over with your knife. You oh, Lord. That. Just leave it sitting there. <laughs> before I had so a you're pretty dish, close to that. <laughs> before I had the butter dish, I would just have the butter wrapper as essentially my butter dish and just leave it, uh, you know, air it out. Sometimes you got to let it breathe. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, no just... mosquitoes have moved in yet and everything seems to be fine. I'm just saying I know a relationship that came to an end over that issue. Well, before she comes over, I'll put something on top there, of that. There it. you go. There's Vincent. He's this uh, nation's most prominent Asian-American talk show personality. How are you, Vincent? Today, today is the 200th day of 2017. Ooh. There are 165 days remaining, so make them worth it. Or don't. I don't care. Do whatever you want. You're an adult. <laughs> You know, uh, we were in a meeting yesterday where the, the, the this came up, but just I can't believe 2017's over halfway over already. Yeah, no kidding. Well, according to Vincent's statistics, it's well past half. I feel like I'm just getting started on the year, Three, just kind of right? trying to get up to yeah. speed. So I got to start to contemplate 2018? No, I have to start to no. contemplate Christmas. 
not ready for that. I'm still writing Year of the Pig on my checks, as the old joke <laughs> exactly. goes. Tell you what. There's Marsha Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marsha? Well, time to break out the cake. It is one of Positive Sean's favorite actors' birthdays today. It is Benedict Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch's birthday. He is 41. His net worth, $20 million. My Love. daughter has vowed to be his trophy wife. Yeah. So he's, he's really, he's kind of part of my family. All right. Way, yeah. Well, then, you know, bring him, into the, bring him into the fold. Anyway, I'd really never heard of the guy until Positive Sean started raving about him, and now I hear about him all the time. Yep. Briar Patch Cumbersticks. <laughs> Briar Patch Cumbersticks, yes. Butter sta- Scotch Candle Scent. Benadryl uh, Cumberbun, yes. <laughs> I don't know what uh, teen girls find attractive, but I find him very odd looking. He's striking looking. He's also very uh, sharp features. Very yeah. sh- indeed, a very intelligent fellow. Uh, has uh, ideas and thoughts. He's uh, rather a deep thinker. And he's in the new Avengers thing, right? Soon to be my son-in-law. Uh, he was Doctor Strange. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which I was reading about the other day is the most expensive something or other ever made. It, wow. it, it used a lot of special <laughs> effects. There I don't know go. what the going rate is on those, but it used a lot of them. <laughs> So between the two of you, I tell you what, it's trivia festival. It was the biggest uh, thing ever. Or something. I hear it was super long. (laughs) I don't know. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is a Wednesday already in July of the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here we go, officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we begin the show at Mark. A 97, a 97-year-old Philadelphia man who left high school early to fight in World War II received his diploma this weekend, and his parents didn't even show up. Wow. That's better. Don't want a couple of 125-year-olds sitting through graduation. It's not that funny, sir. There you go. That was weak. It was a, it was a perfectly fine joke. I think it just went on too long. That'd just be my, my it assessment. It was weak beginning to end. <laughs> weak! You're not amused by his parents didn't show up? I thought that was funny. <laughs> because they're, they're dead? That's the oh! joke. The joke is because oh! they're dead. Oh, I thought maybe they lived somewhere like a distant city. God, my youngest <laughs> child is obsessed with the fact that we're going to die someday. Oh, boy. Oh, God, dang it. Yeah. Young Vincent. Maybe I'll talk about that later. Yeah, he's a young Vincent, an aspiring Vincent. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Well, President Trump's Twitter storm targeting Obamacare and media reports about an undisclosed meeting with Putin. Why wearing flip-flops is dangerous and gearing up for the latest OJ show coming up, 635 Armstrong and Getty. That's right. OJ gets out, uh, what, tomorrow? Yes, indeed. Um, how does mailbag look? OJ gets a hearing tomorrow. Mm. We shall see. Uh, mailbag is outstanding. It is it's sprawling. It's epic. I'm trying to tame it as we speak. You want the juice to stay behind bars? Well, but you're the juice. You're a criminal juice. They gotta let you go, juice. <laughs> but you stabbed people, juice. Don't they know you're the juice? <laughs> you're trading cookies for favors in jail, juice. <laughs> so we got all that stuff. Yeah, there's a... Uh... Our friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, Ian Bremmer, breaking the news that there was a secret Trump-Putin meeting. Yo! Previously undisclosed. So that's got tongues wagging for some reason. Yeah, right. All that and (laughs) more coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show, my catchphrase. I got hit with that the other day. Actually, a guy who owns a record store, my favorite record store, said he'd be happy to stock yo, yo, yo t-shirts if I get them going. Wow. <laughs> I have no comment. Is it the one in the town where you live? Yeah. The, the one that's been there a long time? Correct. That's a good store. Yeah. And it's going to be even better when they have yo-yo-yo t-shirts. Oh, boy. Have you thought about the cross-merchandising uh, possibility of the yo-yo-yo yo-yo? <laughs> wow. That's wow. phase two. All right. How about beanies? Kids love the beanies these they, days. They do. Yo-yo-yo across it in some sort of fancy font. Cool. I bet those would sell like hotcakes. I'd, I'd sell your house and invest all your money in that. Mailbag. Oh, I got to talk about pugs and goats. My wife has started it up on Instagram. We're going to see how it's going. Within a minute, we had a follower. So, uh, Right. I'm telling you, I, I, I'll never speak to you again if you don't do it. It's so obviously a great idea. Why do you call it a show, writes Dave, DC? Uh, why do people re- refer to... I'm sorry. Why do radio people refer to their programs as a show, huh? We want to refer to... What the, uh, all right, we'll call it a football team or a, a mine. What the hell kind of question is I mean, that? I've always been a little uncomfortable with that. Our, what? The first boss we had when we were working together, he he didn't like uh, using that term either. And, show? Uh, I've always I've always it's been a little clearly uncomfortable. a show. Yeah. What? I don't What's know. What's the alternative? What else? Uh, well, that's it? why we call it a show. What's yeah. the alternative? But I don't it's know. It's a show. I expect more out of a show. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I didn't say it's a good show. Well, that's a problem with you, not a problem with our title. Right. Yeah. You're the one who's been saying it for years. You don't like the show, lower your expectations. <laughs> Physician, heal thyself. Definition. And then he whines about the podcast. Yeah. Yes, Vincent. What's what the is de- the, Yes. Obvious uh, question. What's the definition of a show? A spectacle or display of something, typically an impressive one. We got halfway there. It's certainly something. The second one is, is it is a display of something. <laughs> the second definition is a public entertainment. There okay. you go. Or that clearly. So, and then of course the inevitable uh, griping and or asking and or complaining about the podcast. The situation is better now, and they can be had. Can what's the nickel version of how people can get them at this point, Vince? Here's the answer. Listen to or, us live, Sean. Uh, okay, no comment. <laughs> All right, Sean. How do you list, How do you go? Where do you go? What uh, do you do? The, there's uh, until everything gets back up to normal on the on our Facebook page. There should be a, a, a post there of of some kind of ways that you can. Podcast right. the show until it all gets back to normal. Yeah. That is a good answer. So you got to be a slave of Zuckerberg. There's a pinned. Great. There's a pinned post. At the very first post uh, at the very top uh, has uh, instructions on how you can okay. copy and paste into your favorite podcast app. Okay, thank you. That's excellent. Uh, definitive proof. Sean loves and owns a cat. Uh, it's a uh, cat video from the internet. Cats acting like people! Exclamation point. God, now that's a, now me... that's a show. <laughs> And at the uh, 148 timestamp, there is a dude playing with his cat who looks a hell of a lot like Sean. What? And you know what his cat is doing? It's acting like a human. (laughs) Unsubstantiated rumors, and I will not stand for it. If we only could collect the names and addresses of people who watch more than one cat video per day and forbid them from voting. Now, goats and pugs. Way more sophisticated. You know, the overall... I, or is uh, it pugs and goats? I regularly take in videos that uh, that other people would find a, a stupid waste of time. It, it, it's, a, it's a pretty common part of, uh, of, of, of life in the modern world. 
Extended periods of watching cat videos should disqualify you from voting. I stand by my statement. Uh. Remember when I learned uh, fairly recently, some brain scientists said, I think it was 98% of our thoughts are, are worthless. <laughs> yeah. 98, 99. <laughs> and I wonder if uh, if like watching YouTube videos about whatever your particular thing is, it fits into that 90% or is that part of the 2% of productive thoughts? <laughs> that might even that might even count as part of the 2% of when we're doing something. Boy, even when a dog's licking itself, it's allegedly getting clean. I mean, there, there is no defense for a lot of things human beings do right, right. to amuse ourselves except we're amusing ourselves. On the other hand, maybe there is some deep neurological need to rest this part of the brain. Light that one up because it's an important mechanism for something or other. Well, our only uh, uh, biological imperative is to uh, produce offspring and uh, raise them until they can produce offspring. And um, animals have figured out that when you're not either fornicating or feeding your offspring, you just lie around. Right. Sounds great to me. So when we lie around, we watch cat videos. It it helps me with cynicism because I I look at pets and cute kids as the last Bastion of pure innocence. There you go. In the world left. Everyone else is trying to be something or go viral or trend. Or... <laughs> There's a lot of truth to what you say, Vince. Thanks. CJ. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Good manners. That's another mark of uh, being human. <laughs> CJ in Madison, Wisconsin said, Gents, I want to apologize for my unfaithfulness. I am sorry. While you guys were on vacation, I broke. I listened to some other podcast. What can I say? I'm a weak man, but it was only for a few hours, though, honest. And it wasn't even that great. And I was thinking of you the whole time. Please forgive me. You whore. You whore. We go away for a few days and you jump into bed with another show. Disgusting. Whore! <laughs> I hope you hey, got an. Whore! I hope you got an RTD, a radio transmitted disease. Yes. Uh, let's see. It's uh, FIFAG Don. F Y F A G. Oh, first year fag. Uh, Dan, rather. Uh, SoCal Dan. Want to say thank you for almost making me blow coffee out of my nose yesterday with China having a massive shortage of donkeys, or could it be a shortage of massive donkeys? Keep up the good work. I'm sorry about your nasal problems uh, there, Dan. <laughs> we uh, cannot uh, be held responsible for coffee on your windshield or whatever else. Uh, and then Skip, also on the donkey story. I hope someone comforted Brandon after the Chinese donkey story. He must have been very upset. Jack reported on the uh, the shortage of donkeys in China because those morons in China believe the uh, the, the boiled height of a donkey gives you uh, immortality or a better boner or something stupid, right? And so yet another beast is being slaughtered because of various third worlders' need for better boners. Ridiculous, Joe. I applaud you. Writes Sean. Different Sean. Uh, I applaud you for not engaging in the ever-so-popular radio tactic of teasing small, silly stories. This is what's always set your show apart as grown-up entertainment. Jack, on the other hand, is losing my respect daily. Mm. Please tell Positive Sean to stop stealing your bits. And please tell Positive Sean to stop stealing Michelangelo's bits. You're, you're the best. Style Signed, Sean. What bits am I stealing? Oh, great. There's my, what bits am I stealing bit coming out of your mouth. Terrible. Thief. Typical. Oh, let's see. Oh man, this is seriously. I want you to. I want you folks to understand. I've read this several times. It is sincere, from Brian. Really disgusting comments is the subject. This morning on the Armstrong and Getty show, it's a show. Anyway, you two mocked Obama's efforts to get the ACA passed by comparing it to Hitler's effort to wage war and enact genocide. This is a disgusting and deplorable thing to say. I don't recall that. but uh, I believe it was an attempt at uh, humor. Oh, okay. 
Obama's effort was to save and improve lives. Hitler's effort was to kill millions. A big F you to the one who said it, and a big F you to the one who laughed at the comparison. Ugly, despicable, deplorable. Unfortunately, you two are probably proud of what you said and revel in having yourselves described this way. What a couple of jerks. I think I do remember it now, and yes, I did laugh at Joe saying that because it's a laughable comparison. That was the the point of my laughter. It was so clearly absurd, Brian, and so clearly intended to be absurd. Right. It was It's difficult for me to imagine on what level you could possibly enjoy the show going forward. Well, if you're if you know, if you're not used to our sense of humor, our wacky sense of humor, but um, I thought it was effing obvious. It's uh I mean, you would have to be either A really stupid or B, have a complete blind spot for that sort of humor. It's making fun of the current political climate where people do nearly that sort of thing on a regular basis. Right, but with a straight face. But with a straight face, yeah. and they mean it. Right. That Obama's Hitler or Trump's Hitler or whatever. So that was a very sophisticated riff on the state of political discussion. What do you make in the modern world of Trump and Putin's side meeting? Something or lovers. Something or nothing. They're clearly lovers. Ian Bremer says it was about an hour. Very chummy, yucking it up, backslapping, that sort of stuff. The only chummy, backslapping, happy conversation he had at the summit was with Vladimir Putin. I have analyzed that before. I stand by my analysis. I'd be happy to repeat it. All right. Try to keep it simple for old stick up the butt Brian. Wow. That's not a good nickname. Uh, Marshall's news on a variety of topics, including the juice in his parole hearing tomorrow. Coming up Do you on think the Armstrong. They'll let you let loose juice. The Arms- I, th- I hope they parole your juice. <laughs> the Armstrong and Getty Show. So, am I supposed to believe that? Putin and Trump's nefarious plan for world domination, the only way they can can communicate is in front of a room full of people, and he pulls them aside and talks to them, and that's the the way they they, they, they discuss their secret plan for world domination? Exactly, at the G20, hiding in plain sight with every news organization on Earth watching. That's correct. That is part of the, the, the plan that they hatched during the campaign. Anyway, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, along those same lines, President Trump has been busy on Twitter again, going after the news media for reporting about his second previously undisclosed meeting with Russian President Putin during the G20. Official President Trump tweet reader, Vincent Nicholas. Fake news story of secret dinner with Putin is sick. All G20 leaders and spouses were invited by the Chancellor of Germany. Press new! Now Armstrong and what, Getty. What, what was that last part? Press new. Oh, the, the press new. I see. Yeah, I thought it was like press. You know, to speak to a customer or service representative. Press new. <laughs> I, was, I was momentarily confused. The second tweet. Uh, the fake news is becoming more and more dishonest. Even a dinner arranged by top twenty leaders in Germany is made to look sinister. Well, that's absolutely true. The whole thing. God, it's Russia mania. And what, what the, the reason I spend a lot of my life rolling my eyes is that the actual stories and the interactions and the, you know, the wrangling and negotiations are way more interesting than the, mm-hmm. the partisan bomb-chucking scenarios that they're trying to portray in the lamestream media or, or whatever. I don't know. Well, how about this? Ian Bremer himself, he's, he broke this story. 
You have that, yep. Marshall? I okay. do. Armstrong Getty contributor Ian Bremmer, founder of the Eurasia Consulting Group, reported the uh, story, as Jack just said, Trump and Putin spoke for almost an hour after their first meeting earlier in the day. Did they talk about sanctions? Did they talk about the hacks? Did he push them? Did they not? Ukraine, all of that. Well, I mean, none of that really matters if they then had an hour one-on-one at the dinner with only the Russian translator, we have no idea what was in that conversation. I, I think that's a perfectly valid point. I mean, the whole the whole world was hanging on what did they discuss. Right. The two most powerful countries in the world, leaders get together. They're at odds militarily in a number of hot spots around the world. What did they converse about? And then later that day, they have another conversation. Well, that mm-hmm. might have been where all the converse- conversations happened. So right. I can see why the world wants to know that. Now, Ian Bremmer, it's worth pointing out, yeah. he was on Charlie Rose last night. He said he's never been concerned about the whole Trump-Russia collusion story. He doesn't believe that that's a thing. Or he said he doesn't yet believe that's a thing. But he said he also, as a political scientist, has never seen two world powers more at odds as at odds as the United States and Russia, where their leaders appear to be so chummy. He can't think of an example of that ever happening. Right. Russia's arming the Taliban against U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan, for instance, and everything that's going on in Syria. But they they backslap and smile and all that sort of stuff. What what is going on there? What makes it double odd is that in terms of actual policy and actions, the Trump administration's bona fides for standing up to Russia are pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, really solid. I have not changed my opinion. Trump, at the core of his psyche, fancies himself a hard guy. He wants to be the tough guy, the strong man. He's desperate to be that. Probably goes back to his childhood. In fact, stories of him in high school make it clear that he's just desperate to be seen as a strong guy. Right. And Putin is a perhaps the hardest hard ass on earth except for probably some rebel leaders in some sort of uh, you know african nation we never talk about but putin is uh putin is a hard guy and trump wants to be seen as his equal i think it's some sort of deep-seated psychological need interesting meanwhile trump is going to be meeting with senate republicans today after failed efforts to repeal and replace obamacare once again president trump's official tweet reader vincent nicholas i will be having lunch at the white house today with republican senators concerning health care they must keep their promise to america next week the republicans never discuss how good their health care bill their health care bill is and it will get better even at lunchtime the Dems scream death as obamacare dies Speaking of political yeah. science, is there a historical precedent for a party running for nearly a decade on one issue, and then when you get power, not doing anything? Right. I mean, has that ever happened before? It's something. And yesterday, the president was saying... Let Obamacare fail. It'll be a lot easier. And I think we're probably in that position where we'll just let Obamacare fail. Uh, we're not going to own it. I'm not going to own it. I can tell you the Republicans are not going to own it. We'll let Obamacare fail, and then the Democrats are going to come to us, and they're going to say, how do we fix it? How do we fix it? Or how do we come up with a new plan? O.J. Simpson's parole hearing is tomorrow, and a lot of experts say he's got a good chance of becoming a free man. Simpson set to appear before the... Simpson, eh? Simpson is set to appear before Nevada's Board of Parole Commissioners via video conference from the Lovelock Correctional Center at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, West Coast time. I'm looking at him on the cover of USA Today today. Yep. He's uh, 
older and heavier than he's, I remember. He's a fat old man. He's 70 years old, yeah. isn't he? But yes. he'd say the same to me. You're older and heavier than I remember, too. So what are you going to do? If four of the six members of the parole board vote to release Simpson, he will be out by October the 1st. Man, something to look forward to. Do we have any of our OJ clips still? Are they buried deep in the system? Michael, we got to get those up. we got to get them For tomorrow. ready. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's yeah. a huge day. Yeah, come on now. O.J. Simpson. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Look at it. They got... USA Today has pictures of everybody from the O.J. Uh, saga, what they look like now. Kato Kalin aged well. He looks great. Good thing God made him pretty. Boy doesn't have much uh, going on upstairs, if you know what I'm saying. No, he doesn't. Yeah. number of the participants are dead, of course, including his ex-wife. So that's the whole story. Well, Michael, thanks for dialing up the fabulous hit song by Radio Macbeth, my, the band my son is in. Um, it's, it's on iTunes. you got to look for Radio Macbeth Vapor Trails. There's a lot of things called Macbeth, as it turns out, on iTunes, and a lot of songs called Vapor Trails. But if you get both of them, wow, you might find it. It's also on your uh, Spotify and all your other services. It's so. like when you try to come up with a screen name and it says that's been used. And you think, how could this possibly be? It's right. my birthday, my name, my address. How could this right. be used? Joe Getty Radio 99. <laughs> what? <laughs> who? T- who? I've said it many times. There's too much stuff on the Internet. Yeah, it's got to be cleaned out. Right. Somebody clean. needs to clean out exactly. the Internet. Exactly. <laughs> Vincent Nicholas 69, really? <laughs> Who's well, got that? Uh, uh, more on the news of the day coming up in a little bit. I hope. Oh, there is a poll that came out that Donald Trump has got to like. It's not getting much national attention, as you would expect, because it runs counter to the, the story. Of but course. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. According to reports, the actor who voices Kermit the Frog was fired by Disney for his repeated unacceptable business conduct. Apparently, and this is pretty shocking, he put his hand up a co-worker's butt. That's a joke about about puppeteering, an an ancient and treasured art form. Right, agreed. Um, So coming up, a thing I want to talk about, this is a long article I read about. The opioid epidemic, which, while it's getting a lot of attention, is still not getting as much attention as it should. It is incredible Mm. what is going on. The number of people that are dying or nearly dying, overdosing on all these various drugs. So more on that coming up in a little bit. If human beings were some sort of, I don't know, deer running across the plain, dying and the numbers were dying, scientists would be going crazy over it. Yeah, yeah. well, I'll save save my comment for when we get into that. uh, Keep it to yourself. I'll keep it to myself. Uh, This is a nice note from uh, Suzanne here, always entertaining. Uh, Joe, my brother has a suggestion for Jack's Pug and Goat Instagram account. Picture a tiny baby goat and pug puppy getting into all kinds of mischief on the farm while wearing, wait for it, tiny yo-yo-yo sweaters. (laughs) I think even Vince, who hates everything, would agree it's totes adorbs. My wife and I are discussing this. It fits into uh, your son's band situation. In the modern world... You can become a sensation and very rich. Those two things don't always go together, but they they often do. 
becoming a sensation and becoming rich. Mm -hmm. But you can become a sensation and very rich very quickly. Sure. But there's a lot of people trying to do it. And why one thing becomes super huge and popular over another thing is is a mystery. It's an art form. Um, Yeah, I actually uh, tried to read a book on that topic, and I thought... You know, this is a few insights and a lot of padding. Nobody knows. Well, yeah, everybody's guessing. Everybody's guessing for the last 20 years on this sort of stuff. Why does one Instagram account with a cute dog doing something end up with several million followers and the people become crazy rich? And, you know, another one that seems similar doesn't. It's there's 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 algorithms. There's there's the you know, I don't know, the dog's slightly cuter. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, or, or one band or another or whatever. It's yeah. just it's it's interesting, and everybody's trying to figure it out. I don't know if there's a magic formula or not. I don't I don't think it's this though. I don't think it's purely a, purely a meritocracy. Oh, oh, right. I was just going to bring that up. Uh, you know, it became clear to me, and this is back in the day in the music industry. It's not like you get ranked in order of how good you are or how good your songs are, and then the top fifteen, you know, get gigs or become famous or make a living. It's that once you pass a certain level of, you're certainly good enough for people to enjoy. Um, then maybe you get plucked out of the. Uh, it's like the uh, the claw the claw machine from Toy Story. Maybe you're the stuffed animal gets grabbed by the claw. Maybe you're not. Getting into the machine was the trick. Well, but from there on out, you just don't know. Maybe I should take back the. Uh, it's not a meritocracy because I I don't know. It might be. I know in some cases I think John it is. John Mayer, a musician, he says he says it is. And, uh, it's and easy for him to say. I'll expand it from from music to, the, to, to all the stuff that's on Instagram or Facebook or whatever that catches on. How about on. puppetry? Puppetry. But he said, you know, people people want to say it's not, but it is by definition. If the if the population is deciding what they like best, and they decided this, you can't then sit down and say that's not actually what is best. Well, the people who judge that sort of thing have decided it is. So, what do you want well, to say? But right, right. Well, I could quibble. It's a, what do you mean by best? Eh. But it's certainly, uh, I mean, a lot of people like it as a perfectly valid measure of quote unquote. More people what's like best. it than anything else. That you would, uh, you could certainly say that's the best picture of a puppy if the if if the most people like that picture. Mm, well, no, like there's more McDonald's hamburgers sold than any other thing, but you won't f- any other burger, but you won't find anybody saying that's the best burger. But you could say you could easily say it's the best burger restaurant, and if. Cat videos are the highest form of entertainment because most people watch them. I'm putting a gun in my mouth and pulling the trigger. So you <laughs> can hang mean, with your philosophy. I'll hang with mine. Doesn't mean you have to like it. I think, John, we're just quibbling with best. Like, there's a difference between the things I like and the things that are the best. The mm-hmm. best seems to be a more abstract concept to me, at least. Well, I want to be the John Mayer best. The, this show, right. I want to be the best that the most people like. I would rather be that best than it gets a lot of awards, but nobody listens to Can it. Can I be Katy Perry? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Katy Perry broke John Mayer's heart, and that's why he wrote his last album. And I think that's not uh, flattering for him. <laughs> having so heard, now you're an elitist again. Well, having played I'm some getting whiplash over here. Having played some clips of Katy Perry, I think that looks good on you that your heart was broken by by that rambling moron. Well, <laughs> have you seen any videos of Katy Perry? <laughs> I, I think to quote your Cheat. boys, perhaps he was distracted by her baboos. Um, and I, you know, I hate to say it because love, like art, is uh, is a complex uh, concept. So.
Who can, who can criticize another person's choices in affairs of the heart? How many people? The greatest thing we can do is just unite and love on each other uh-huh. and like no barriers, no borders. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It, we're, we all need to just coexist. True. I totally agree. You see, John Mayer, you're either as dumb as her, which I don't think you are, or you were blinded by her sexuality and didn't catch on to that's what her rambling nonsense sounds like. She's a kind and generous person, a good listener, great sense of humor. What? It's either got to be her her boobs or intellect with you people. I can't believe the misogyny I'm hearing here. She's a fully drawn human being. There are many, many things that may have attracted Mr. Mayor to the lovely and talented Miss Perry. <laughs> many things. Well, not, not, not her. Uh, not that. <laughs> not what we just played. She wants to hug it out with ISIS. Nice. Um, in her next video, ah, it's too dark. Never mind. Why, no, why would anybody want to hear that joke in the morning? I'm glad I stopped myself. You would have a better idea of this than me, Vincent. How many people are on Instagram or YouTube or whatever trying to make something happen? Everybody. Lots of people? Yeah. Lots of people, right? Yeah. Who think their kid or dog or knitting or band or, you know, name anything you can come up with. Shoes that they make, whatever, uh, can catch on if they get it out there. And then it just does or doesn't, and then, then the magic of that, as we've discussed, nobody... And they, they try so hard, and then, damn, Daniel is the thing that yeah. actually catches on. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't he get... I just read the other day, he gets death threats and stuff like that. Oh, the man. The damn Daniel guy. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. What's... Seriously. Homo sapiens are my least favorite species. Makes you want to take Oxycontin, doesn't it? If oh, you are... a lot of it. If you are, stay tuned. Because the, uh, the bodies are piling up in morgues across the country. They're actually running out of room. Wow. And the way towns are starting to respond to it as they run out of money is really interesting. Well, it's not like people croaking it is a new phenomenon. And, I mean, they've got morgues. You're going to be shocked by the way some towns are handling this. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.